Today on Locked On Canadians, everyone's injured, the rumor mill is flying, lots of changes in the NHL, which means more people are now rumored to be in the running for Canadians front office positions. Your Locked On Canadians, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everyone and welcome to episode 505 of your first listen of the day it's locked on canadians and we are brought to you by omaha steaks the holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky but omaha steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved go to omahasteaks.com and enter nhl into the search bar to order the perfect gift package my name is Laura Saba and I would love some Omaha steaks, to be honest. I would love that as a gift, just saying. And I'm joined as always by my wonderful co-host, Scott Matla, who also would love some Omaha steaks for the holidays. Yeah, it's currently a, not a billion below zero, but it's freezing <laughs> in Buffalo. It's snowing. The wind is blowing ridiculously. And it, it's a great night for just like steak or burgers. <laughs> Or apple pie torts, everything from Omaha steaks. Like I could, I could definitely go for some Omaha steak, steak, or just like meat if, in general. Like yeah, right like now. Like if I sent you Omaha steaks right now, you probably want the whole box, right? Yeah, I, I see. Yeah, exactly. Just throw some right in there. Little, you know, <laughs> little seasoning. And well, one, I would let Carly cook it because she is by far the better chef in this house. So yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, if you send me a box of Omaha steaks, I'll probably eat it all in one night. And we right now, unfortunately, do not have any because we have to do the show. So the Canadians right now have a massive list of injuries. That is the first thing we're going to talk about, because obviously this is not the way they wanted the season to go from the beginning. Everything's been going wrong. And now you've got injuries and there's basically absolutely zero chance that they will not tank, whether they do it officially or unofficially remains to be seen, but Carey Price is not going to be ready until Christmas. That's one. Now we know that Jeff Petrie's out, right, Scott? Uh, yes, Tyler Toffoli or and Josh Anderson are both out. Joel Edmondson had a setback, which luckily he is avoiding surgery. But when it rains, it pours, and when it pours, it doesn't stop raining. And for forty days and forty nights, and soon we're all going to drown in it. But. <laughs> It, it, the injury news this year for the Canadians is awful. I'm pretty sure they lead the NHL in man games lost this year or near the top in it's only going to get worse from here. Like yeah. Laurent Dauphin couldn't even get back to Laval before he was back in the Canadians lineup again because of the Toffoli <laughs> news. Right. And Toffoli is going to be out for six weeks. Josh Anderson, we were told about a month, might be more. Jeff Petrie, we're not sure right now, right? Uh, Jeff Petrie is doubtful for Tuesday in Tampa Bay when you're hearing this, but like, it, I, it looks I thought like it looks like indefinitely. Yeah, I've heard indefinitely. It's doubtful for the next game. Like, I'm hoping he doesn't try to play like honest to God, go rest yourself. You're not you're not good. You're broken. Like, go take some time to heal up. I'm begging you, Jeff, like the team needs you in the future. And if you keep playing injured, your value only gets less and less and less and less. And it's just not great. 
So now with all these injuries, maybe we can talk a little tiny bit about prospects because we like to talk about prospects every week. Um, Scott, who do we expect could get called up in addition to the ones we already know that have been called up from Laval? I, I think we're set as it is. God willing, there are no more injuries, you know. But uh, Lauren Dauphin was called up, and I'm looking at the Rocket roster, and this is having a huge ripple effect all the way down because the Rocket are calling people up from the ECHL, and that's impacting their lineup. But uh, remaining players who are on NHL actual deals are going to be called up. Uh, Rafael Harvey-Pinard, who I think would be a very willing, or not a willing call-up, but a good call-up. Alex Belzeal, Lucas Vedemo, Brandon Baddock, uh, Jean-Sebastien D. And down in the ECHL, Arsene Hisamutadinov is on a uh, NHL entry-level deal as well. So we're getting thin on uh, call-up options as well. It's not exactly a killer's row of people, but at a certain point, you got to kind of see what some of these guys have. And I think a lot of people would like to see Harvey Pennard in uh, the Canadians lineup because he's, he plays a style reminiscent of Brendan Gallagher. And I think that would... Uh, I think it would make a lot of people real happy, and he would have earned it. He played well last year. He's playing well this year, wearing an A for the Rockets. So we'll just wait and see because I'm sure there's more injuries to come given how bad everything has gone so far. Yeah, the Canadians do not have good luck. And remember that Brennan Gallagher and Sammy Niku are out for a couple more games with COVID-19. So the Canadians lineup is extremely depleted. And the Laval lineup is extremely depleted as well, which is kind of cool because they beat the uh, Toronto Marlies handily on Sunday night, um, which we will never complain about, or Sunday afternoon, rather. Yeah. Which we will never <laughs> ever complain about. No, and for once, they're actually playing well against the Marlies this year. They're usually their boogeyman. The Rocket are 3-0 this year. They've scored at least five goals in all three games. Uh, I, I don't know what J.F. Hool said to that team, but it's like they're not losing to them this year, so... It was a it was a really nice effort from all four lines, all three defensive pairings, and from Caden Primo and Net. So it's real hard to be disappointed when you win five one after a very long week against Texas. That's exactly it. It's it like I think I think right now I feel like in my mind the Laval Rocket are a good team that is suffering from people being taken out of their lineup to come to Montreal. My whole thought with this is a lot of people like they look at the record and they're not perfect. No team is perfect. They're not last year's rocket where they played in the Canadian division and basically had the division title locked up by like the halfway point of the season. There's a lot of things that I like. Um, The offense is chugging along and they're not quitting in games, which is good to see. Even if they're losing, they're still pushing and getting some kind of result from some people. And the scoring's up and down the lineup. It's not one line or one player running it up and down each night. You see a lot from Jean Sebastian D, Laurent Dauphin, Lucas Vedemo chips in. The biggest guy this week was Brandon Jignac, who was playing in the ECHL to start this year, was on the fourth line. And then this week, he's been a monster. He scored the overtime winner against Texas. He scored a really nice breakaway goal to clinch the game for uh, Laval on Sunday. Hool is getting a lot of like Joel Bouchard did uh, guys who are coming in the lineup and he's getting the most out of them. I don't know if they have NHL futures or not, but you need guys who can fill in a role in the AHL, just like you do in the NHL and any other league. So 
right now the the process is good it's just that it's lacking big name prospects and that's no fault of the coaching staff that's there right now and we're going to talk a little bit more about that obviously as time goes on but today we also want to talk about it's kind of a listener suggested topic about a couple of people mentioning that Jake Allen might be good for a trade because he's a great goalie on an excellent contract. We're going to talk about that in just one moment. But first, the holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you will get 24, 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons. You'll get chicken breasts, sides, dessert, and so much more. When you use code NHL, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and a 100% guarantee. omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. Man, I really want to be a perfect gift giver, so that is a great idea for me. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line. So your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Thank you, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. And today is the final day with a keyword for a giveaway. So we're just going to explain it all again real quick. You have until December 10th. You have to listen to episodes 501 to 505. And in each one, there is a keyword. And you have to email us at LockedOnCanadians at gmail.com. You have to email us all five keywords. So your email will count as an entry. We're going to put you all in a draw. And then we're going to draw two names. And one name is going to get a t-shirt from 514 Shirts. And the other is going to get either a mask or a scrunchie from Shana Goldman's Etsy store. And we've all got these products. We can all 100% vouch by them, vouch for them. And today's keyword is Koivu. So you've got all five keywords now and you have until December 10th, midnight Pacific time or 1159 Pacific time. Uh, to email us all of the keywords. And then the next couple of days after that, we will put all of your names into a hat, or in this case, some sort of electronic thingy that will ensure fairness. We'll draw two names, you will win, and you will be happy. And also do not forget, if you follow us on Twitter, 
There's also stickers that you can win from JD Young Designs on Etsy. We've got those stickers, like everything that we're talking about, we can vouch for. We've got those stickers. So if you find the tweet, you have to retweet it and you have to be following us on Twitter at LO underscore Canadians. And that also, there's a program that'll help us ensure fairness and we will do a draw and somebody will win the stickers. And all of that is coming up. Remember, the deadline for both is December 10th, let's say 11.59 Pacific time. In the meantime, there's an intriguing, interesting idea floating around right now because the Canadians are obviously in tank mode, whether they want to talk about it or not. They are probably going to do a rebuild if you go by what Jeff Gordon said, if you go by what the market is increasingly starting to uh, not expect, but accept. That was something that you can say here a few years ago, but now you can. So Jake Allen has been playing really well behind a team that has been giving him nothing. No run support, unable to get it together, bad defense, bad power uh, penalty kill, not great power play. The Canadians are a mess right now. And Jake Allen is on an extremely economical contract, and he's not just serviceable, he is good. He has the occasional bad game. But he has been playing really, really well. His stats are unfortunate simply because like, he, has, he doesn't have a lot of Ws. But if you look at the number of shots he's facing, the number of saves he's making. So a lot of people are like, you get a lot for him at the deadline. So I think my question is, are the Canadians going to do that? We talked about how nobody is safe. My next question is, should the Canadians do that? And I think the answer lies in how long they expect this rebuild to take. If they think it's going to be a quick one, keep him around. He's good. He's economical. If you think it's going to be a long one, by all means, try and see what you get for him. But then you run the risk of having another situation where you've got Carey Price and a backup that can't play goal. And I think the biggest thing is if you're going to trade him at the deadline this year, and I guarantee there will be interested teams because who doesn't need a proven you know, 1B backup goalie at the NHL level. But the biggest thing is the Canadians don't know officially when Carey Price will be back. The reports say after Christmas, uh, that's a long time, and there shouldn't be a rush to get him back in the net in a lost season. So if you do that, you're basically, you are throwing in the towel at that point. Not even just because I don't expect the Canadians to make the playoffs, but you're throwing it in on, you know, being competitive in games. You're going to put Samuel Montembeau and Caden Primo or Michael McNiven in that line of fire or Carey Price when he gets back. Like, I, I get the idea behind it, though. I do think that he very easily could fetch a huge return. Obviously, we've talked so much about Ben Sherratt being the prize piece of the deadline. But if you're Jeff Gordon and whoever they hire in for GM, some team offers you a first or a prospect and picks and whatever – you look real hard at doing that, I think, just because what's the harm in stockpiling, especially if you do decide, yeah, like you said, Laura, uh, let's go ahead. Let's rebuild. Let's do this. You got to load up on picks and stuff to rebuild properly. And uh, I was on a show with our old friend, the Hab statistician and talked about it that, you know what, if you have a new staff coming in, just load up on everything and then just take as many cracks in the draft as you can right now. And I think Jake Allen could net a very big return, especially with his brand new contract there. There's a lot of value in that. And Jake Allen's proven this season that he's still got plenty left in the tank, uh, not just to be a starting goalie, but to, you know, kind of spell uh, starters as a backup or a one B or whatever you want to call it. The temptation is there. Like to me, it seems like 
there's no real downside unless you think that people like the team is going to be ready, like in the next couple of years, because right now you've got him on a great contract and he signed for two years. Yeah, he is signed through 2022, 2023 through next season. And then he's a UFA. But yeah, 20 his contract expires in 2023. He's currently making 2.875 against the cap, which if the Canadians retain even a little bit on that, it's it's a no-brainer for some teams who might be up against the cap but need a goalie. So I I don't see the downside to it if the right offer comes along, but you got to see, okay, where's Carey Price at? What is our plan with Carey Price? And are we rebuilding or not? And then you kind of look at, okay, are we letting Carey Price go to wherever he wants? Are we trading him too? Are we completely blowing this up? And it's, it's up in the air right now. Uh, there's a lot of hard questions that need to be asked there, and we're not going to get a definitive answer until we've got Gordon and an entire new front office in there that kind of has to look at these guys and go, from the outside, we wouldn't have done this deal, so here's what our plan is now, and go from there. So it'll be a new year thing, I guess, because that's when they're expecting the new GM to be in place. That's when they expect Carey Price back with the team. So I'm going to be very interested to see what their plan is with this, just because it's it's all so much up in the air right now that it makes sense. But at the same time, it also doesn't feel like the right time for it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it would net a really good return, but it's not something that I necessarily feel like I, I, I don't think it should happen in my mind. Like there's there's something that I just think that it's going to be a bad idea. Uh, in any case, because of all of the changes, I think Montreal kicked it off and then Vancouver joined in. And then now the Philadelphia Flyers have joined in. There have been lots of front office and coaching changes very recently. And that has got the Montreal rumor mill, as always, churning. So we're going to talk a little bit about some possibilities. We're not going to entertain anything out there. We're going to talk about realistic possibilities, and that's coming up in just one moment. But first, BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code locked on to receive that bonus. That's right. You deposit a hundred bucks. You use our promo code locked on. You get $50 on top of that from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So as we were recording our show yesterday, the Vancouver Canucks hired Bruce Boudreaux, and that was announced before Travis Green's firing was announced. So there's a little bit of confusion. And then later on, we found out that they've made a lot of front office changes, uh, including Jim Benning no longer being the GM. And then today, the Philadelphia Flyers, after an eight-game losing streak, fired Alain Vigneault. Not only that, they had an abysmal season last season. And so coupled with all of the changes in Montreal, 
there's a lot of talk going on. There are a lot of rumors going on. And obviously in Montreal, what we care about is who is going to be the next general manager and whether or not there's going to be a coaching change, potentially not this season because Jeff Gordon, Jeff Gordon said it's not happening, but is it possible that we'll have a new coach in the off season? So Scott, you've been reading a lot of things and I've been reading a lot of things and I right away want to say that I do not want Alain Vigneault to coach the Montreal Canadiens next year. I, I do not either. Uh, Alain Vigneault, I think, is or was a very good coach. But in Vancouver, he had a Hall of Fame worthy goalie in Roberto Luongo and a very good backup in Corey Schneider behind that. And then when the system stopped working and the goalie stopped being all world all the time, it kind of fell apart. He went to New York where he had another Hall of Fame goalie in Henrik Lundqvist. And then when the system fell apart and Henrik Lundqvist was not a Hall of Famer every single night, it got bad and he was fired by Jeff Gordon, no less. And then in Philadelphia, when the goaltending was good, the Flyers were unstoppable, high-flying offensive team. And when the goaltending was bad and the team just was directionless, uh, yeah, it's just not great. And I look at that and go, yeah, Carey Price is good, but he's not peak Carey Price anymore. And I don't think that the Canadians need to go through what we watched Vancouver go through and what the Rangers went through and what the Flyers went through this season. It's just not the right fit right now, I don't think. And before anyone asks, yes, Michelle Therrien was fired and no, a third time is hopefully never, ever in the works because that'd be the worst thing I've ever heard and it just won't work. Uh, I, I I truly want to see someone new. I don't think Vigneault's out there. Do I think he will get interviewed? Potentially, depending on what Dominique Ducharme does. Uh, but I guess we'll see because the coaching market can change in a heartbeat, especially once the new GM is installed and ready to work. We may find out they have someone from Europe or someone from the AHL or junior hockey in mind, not, you know, a retread NHL coach like Elaine Vigneault. Yeah. I honestly, I don't want to see any retreads in this front office. If there's going to be somebody who is joining from like a hockey background, I hope it's like, you know, an assistant general manager or something. I really want to see some fresh faces. I really want to see some new opinions, some new ways of thinking. And I know it's a little bit, it's a tall order, right? Because Hockey in general, they don't go outside the box. They don't think outside the box. They don't make decisions outside the box. So it's a little bit tough. I think that a lot of people are talking about, will Joel Bouchard come here and or come back here? And I think that it's possible. I don't know that it's likely, but it's definitely something that we would have wanted to see. And the way things went sour last season, maybe the the front office change is like it's a fresh idea. And it's something where, you know, the Anaheim Ducks are kind of helping us out here by being good under Dallas Eakin. So you can't fire a coach when when the team's doing really well, even though it seemed pretty obvious that the whole idea of Joel Bouchard going there is not just to develop their farm system, but also to push for head coach 
for somebody who seemed like he was on the way out. That's somebody that I would really like. That's not outside the box. That's literally inside the Canadians box. It's the guy that they had last year in their AHL uh, on their AHL roster. But I just think he's such a good coach. And I know that in, in the past, really good AHL coaching has not necessarily translated to really good NHL coaching, such as, you know, Guy Boucher. Uh, that's, that's a fantastic example of a guy who was like one of the best and most promising uh, coaches waiting in the wings. And now he's on RDS. Um, I think he's got a really good way of seeing the game and explaining the game, but for whatever reason, the coaching style is not working in the NHL. And I don't, I don't know why, Uh, but also in terms of the general manager position, I don't know if it's a rumor or if it's somebody trying to throw it out there as wishful thinking, but apparently was it, it was Don Le Coulisse, right? They were talking about how Emily Castonghi, who is um, uh, Alexi Lafreniere's agent, uh, is on the radar potentially for the GM position. I don't know how much I believe that simply because I don't, like we said, like the NHL does not think outside the box. And being the first team with a woman as a general manager doesn't seem like something that Canadians would do, but wouldn't it be cool if they did? I think one, even if they're just interviewing her or considering her for something else in the organization beyond general manager, they're already way ahead of a lot of other organizations in the NHL. And we talked about it with Kent Hughes, who was also mentioned in that tweet by it, which, you know, I'll believe when more happens, but I think it's a good thought process that Gordon's having is he's considering literally all of his options outside of that. And I'm hoping that extends further into other places in the organization, whether it be more people in player development or skills coaches outside the normal realm of, you know, hockey men, basically. Uh, she's a notable agent, obviously, Alexi Lafreniere's agent. That's big. And it's it goes back to what we talked about the other day with Ken Hughes is that it's it's outside the box and allows a new, fresh approach to general managing in the NHL. And I'm really, I'm very happy to see things like this. I don't normally like hearing leaks out of an organization, but uh, when they're good like this, uh, hell yeah. Uh, Hit me up for even more of this, please. Like it's, there's no downside to this. I feel like. I think that there is no downside to this simply because, you know, it's, it's good that they're interviewing new people or they're like viewing new people as well, but they could get a perspective simply from interviewing somebody that, Yes, it's good for that person's career as well. It's good to have to normalize that in the NHL. Be like, you know, put these people on your hiring list, put these people like investigate these people as potential front office hires. But at the same time, they could get a perspective just from that conversation that make you think about something differently. And I think that that is the key here. And again, we don't know, like there's so many names being thrown around. Everybody has an opinion. We're not saying this is a rumor or a fact or anything like that. It's just that it's being reported by uh, by a publication that has a reputation for sometimes getting things right and sometimes not. So it's not, you know, it's not it's not for sure. It's not guaranteed, Uh, but it could be like if she's on the radar, that's great. If she's not on the radar, maybe talking about it, we'll put her on the radar. So I think that's a really positive thing. And I think, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning are in town. They are playing at the Bell Center and then Chicago on Thursday and then they travel to St. Louis on Saturday. So it's going to be a week. It's going to be a week. 
Yes, and as always, we will cover the games, but we are also covering a lot more than the games right now. There's a lot of speculation going on in Canadians land. There's a lot of news. There's a lot of changes, and we're excited about We've already started talking to some prospect experts, and we're going to have them on in the new year. As we mentioned on Twitter, we are making our way onto YouTube, so look out for that. So we've got lots of exciting things in store. Probably not the Canadians on the ice, but in general, we've got a lot of exciting things in store. So make sure you follow or subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Canadians. Don't forget, you can email us at LockedOnCanadians at gmail.com. And if you liked this podcast, make sure you check out Locked On Bets, where Lee Sterling and your boy Q have been absolutely killing it lately. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.